0: If you just shut down yeah. and you just like f this, I'm not going to do Man, that. I, yeah. Okay, how, what good does that do you? Yeah. yeah. Now, now you're a terrible teammate. Right. You're not going to progress. You're not going to get promoted in your mm-hmm. job. You're not going to, you know, learn from those that can teach you. You're shutting yourself off and and you are handicapping yourself. So that does no good. So if you don't actually go communicate, make sure the expectations are real, swallow your ego. And I love that you said it's all about ego because that's really the difference is. Because it may not be a bad leader, you just may be a bad follower.
1: Today, I've got a client, and I'm gonna I'm gonna change the names and what they do for identity purposes. <laughs> yeah, it's just because I don't know. <laughs> so, th- so this client's name is Babbercroppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I don't know what kind of stat, you know, what kind of, if you're a partner, you probably have some legalities yeah, or whatever. absolutely. I don't up. know what to get sued by this. I keep their name know. out yeah. your mouth. Yeah. Now, if you're listening to this, if, if they're listening to this, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but we'll call them, let's call them Stan and Mark. Okay. And we'll say they distribute, uh, what's a good thing to distribute? Uh, fitness equipment. Fitness. They distribute fitness equipment. So the other day I'm with Stan and Mark and we're touring warehouse space because mm-hmm. they need a new warehouse. And we get done, and we're all standing out in the parking lot kind of debriefing and and just talking about the space. And uh, Stan, we'll call Stan. He's the COO of the company. Mm. And he goes, and he's telling Mark, who's, I don't, I think warehouse manager. I forget his title. But um, he tells Mark, he goes, you know, Ben here works with Darren Woodson. And I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. He goes, and he also works with Tyler Klutz. Mm. And, of course, I make the, the stereotypical joke. What was, what was Mark's reaction? <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> who? <laughs> and, of course, I make the stereotypical joke. Man, you must be a really big football fan if you know who Tyler Clutch is. So they laugh, whatever. And, and, again, I don't know how we started down this path, but he goes, hey, by the way, Stan goes, by the way, is Tyler still doing his radio show? I said, no, actually, funny enough, Tyler, Darren, and I have started our own podcast. And I don't think that really registered with him except for the fact that he goes, yeah, yeah, I know the Darren Woods. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I listen. And I can see his head spinning. His, yeah. his, his, the <laughs> his wheels are spinning in his head. <laughs> yeah. So as he's saying this, literally, it, it happened this fast. He goes, "Yeah, I'm a big fan." Holy shit! You <laughs> the band from the podcast? <laughs> you are wild. I love you guys. And it was just like this. I've known this guy for over six months, and he never, never put knew. it together. Had any idea? Ne- had no idea. Um, you know. You know what's funny <laughs> about
2: that story?
0: We were in LA, and we we were on David Meltzer's podcast, mm-hmm. right? And we were just talking about it, and he was like you know we're in our early stages of this and but he said hey you guys keep going keep going this is going to change for you it's going to be a point where you're in the street and somebody (laughs) recognizes (laughs) you from the podcast and let alone not even a whole week later here we are (laughs) yeah
1: and it it made my day man he's he was like pulling up all the episodes and by the way another funny part of this y'all remember i don't i don't remember what episode it was we were talking about the paper towels in the bathroom Oh, the bathroom he said he was on about, my team hey, hey, yeah i he was on your team he was on my team i put that on everything hey, i love man, hey,
2: he goes i, I am totally hey, with 98 percent of the people hey, are against
0: Stan, stand Stan, call in we need to call make him sure yeah exactly that we're gonna validate that yeah. because i've talked to probably a dozen people that have listened to that episode like dude that ben dude is filthy
2: ridiculous who in the hell would touch dirty but you know what's hey
0: you know what's funny I've been with Ben, and I've seen him walk by trash. No.
2: I swear my life. Oh, wow. It
0: was recently, and I just like kind of thought. Wait, trash. Oh, oh. oh. You weren't in it. A- I swear to God. In the airport, there was a girl that had a bunch of coffee napkins, and they kept dropping as we were getting onto the plane. Now, I'm
1: going to let you finish, but I've got a rebuttal for this. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, they for a bunch of coffee. Not they just kept walking. I know what his rebuttal is so, going to So man.
0: I'm following him because that's the first thing I think of is like, oh this pick this dude. Yeah. Oh come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Takes responsibility. The so they look at him and they keep going. Ben just keeps walking on by, and I'm like, this dude. So I didn't reach down and pick him up, but what did I do is I foot, over. I foot swept him <laughs> yeah. right to the trash can. That
1: was a good
2: move. That was a good move. I wouldn't even do that. I would come on walking. So only <laughs> rebuttal. two bottles. <laughs> okay, I want to hear two bottles.
1: First rebuttal. Yes, yeah, so I mean, you're hanging I never said sit. anything about picking up trash out of the bathroom.
2: <laughs> well, this what in the? Listen, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. It's got to have
1: piss on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's a piss fetish here. What in the world? Yeah, it, it has to be stained yellow. No, first of all, it's paper towels specifically, not toilet paper, not anything else. It's paper towels specifically. It that That's not what he you said. Not no, it's let toilet. No. Let's, let's let's insert the tape now. Because people's hands are clean when they use paper towels. Not all the time.
2: Not yes, all the all time. oh Not okay. all the time. Not all the time. that's number
1: one. You're trying to so make sense one. of this. Right, so there we go. number there yeah. yeah. we go. Okay. Number two, it's COVID season, right? Who knows what, if they put their uh, wait, mouth let, so hold on. Had, You're their na- hey, on those napkins. If they had their mouths on those napkins, I don't know. Hey, DJ, DJ, Hey, when we started this podcast,
0: what season were we also in?
1: COVID season was the answer. He doesn't we have a microphone. COVID he season. doesn't have a microphone. But the difference is those were napkins on their mouths. Paper towels are different. Oh, off the their bathroom. ass. <laughs> you don't wipe <laughs> your ass with a paper towel. Some people you do. Said, <laughs> how do you know? Very some clearly, clearly. Some people if are wiping up their there's there paper
0: towels and there's piss on it. No. It doesn't matter around the no. toilet. That's what we're saying. It's like that's no, disgusting. Like why would you I, pick that go up? Go back and like, listen. Like, we listen. We have listened. We sat
2: here and listened you to you. You haven't listened to an episode no, we that, sat that, sat since right we dart one. We we sat right here. We both went to the toilet and threw up after <laughs> you told this story. Like that Dude. was something. Now yeah. you're set. Here's the deal. You're setting parameters around this now. Now it's like. You're, you're <laughs> you should have let, let the COVID went out of it. You should have
0: let the COVID went out of it. Because pretty-
2: that 100% like contradicts
0: the whole story. Because. I'm going to go episode, back and listen. That episode go was listen. like May when we
1: recorded that episode. I understand. Two months into the I pandemic. I understand. I understand. And my, you know what? We've gotten point. more
2: feedback. We've gotten. I'm serious. We've gotten like on the street. Get like, get more like, I should have brought up that story. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, it's every other day. People, man, that Ben is crazy <laughs> touching that shit. He must be out of your mind. I'm telling you, man, everyone's like, they're
1: leaning like 98% our side. Are you missing the part where I said, where I take a clean paper towel? Wrap the dirty paper mm-hmm. towel, yeah. put it in the yeah. trash, then okay. wash my hands. I'll what say, about that is here is Here is the deal. What about at, that is disgusting? In in defense yeah. of it, in defense look of at, it,
0: everybody <laughs> has said everybody filthy. <laughs> <has laughs> <said, laughs> like, this, this dude is here. filthy. <laughs> this in defense, is, <laughs> hey, the thought behind it, Ben, we appreciate that, right? We appreciate yeah. the heart, uh, cleaning up the trash, I, but the execution of it <laughs> is questionable right. because yeah. oh, I use a paper towel to grab it. But it's also like that's why you use plastic bags to pick, pick up your dog's poop in the grass yeah. and not paper towels, right. right? Because
1: it gets through the paper towel. No, so that's not a defense. No. And that you not but a defense. then you wash you have the extra defense of washing your hands after. You do. You I do. didn't I didn't have that luxury with the you ladies right. wa- dropping their napkins. You're right. You're right. I don't know where their mouths have been. Yeah. And then they're on the no, napkin. No, 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 and go there's, go no, there's, no there's no there's no to wash you start my going hands. down a rabbit hole. There's there. no to wash my hands. Now
2: you're trying to make as well, I don't know where their mouths have been. Well, in the bathroom, you don't know where the hell that's been either. It's it, clean hands no, it's using no, paper not, towels. Man, no, when it, have you gone not? to the bathroom wash, man, are and, and used a paper towel before you wash your hands? Are you, what like have the, you, done are you like the the, the piss police? <laughs> you just sit <sitting> there watching <laughs> people take a piss
0: off. <laughs> who, just, they're, they're, they're,
1: no, 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 they're, no, no, they're, no, they're, no, they're, no, no.
0: Toilet, toilet, so, trash
1: can. Who uses a paper towel to clean up piss or to wipe their... Okay, it was not oh, clearly the, paper towel. The, hey, that.
0: The, the conversation we had was you, not clearly yeah, defined. Go. It is only paper towels. Let's I'm end it walk. Here. So, if there's toilet paper by the sink, you're going to walk by that. But you're going to dig through the toilet yeah. paper, grab the paper towel, yeah. throw that in the Let's trash Let's end it
1: here. Let's just go <laughs> okay. back and listen to it. Yeah. We've all got CTE. Okay. There's no way we remember right. exactly how the conversation <laughs> you went. Come back. Come back, come back Let's in the next episode. It's going
0: to be Mythbusters version Darren Woodson. Here we go. We're going to figure out what happened in that last episode. Y'all remember
1: that time about 10 minutes <laughs> ago? So before we press record that, hey, we're going to get right into this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah be really efficient with our yeah, time. Yet this. again, <laughs> right. we failed. All right, here we go. Thanks for the
0: leadership, which uh, transitions us very well into today's topic. Uh, so today, especially through this pandemic, um, I think our culture has been starving for leaders. Um, we talked about it uh, recently on an episode how... Uh, the male demographic in our culture has lacked in leadership, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's fatherhood, whether it's within the household in a marriage, whether it's in the workplace. Uh, not that not that men should be the leaders only because, I mean, some of the best leaders on the planet are women, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. But we talked about that, right? We right. talked about fatherhood specifically, but- what if you're on the other side of the leadership? And what if you're someone that is maybe in an entry-level role? Or maybe you are like a vice president level, but you've got someone that is above you. You are a subordinate. How do you handle yeah. it if that leader, if you feel that leader is not doing a good job? Mm-hmm. How do you react to it? Because too often you just put the blame. Oh, they're the leader. It's their fault. Mm -hmm. It's, it's their responsibility to fix this. Like they're stupid. They're not doing the right thing. I'm fine. They're not doing a good job. How, what is the right way to handle it? And I think for, for the three of us, we've been in locker rooms. We, it is the epitome of leadership. You've got, you've got a, a hierarchy, right? Mm -hmm. You've got, depending on what level you're at, but let's start at college. You've got a head coach. Then you've got your coordinators. Mm-hmm. Then you got your position coach, and then the strength coach kind of fits in there somewhere,
1: right? And then you got your tight ends leading the team, and right. <laughs> we're going to go <laughs> down then, that But Then you've got spot, then you've got that it. next tier, right, of player leaders, right, right? right? Then you've
0: got your your team captains, you know, your position leaders, stuff like that. So there's there's a very clear sense of leadership in the locker room, which I believe translates very well to and I say real life, real world, but like the, the private sector, the business sector. Um, so for you guys, how do you define what a leader is and even what a bad leader looks like? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's, and we talked about this a second ago, there's, you can, you could write down a hundred attributes of a good leader. And then to define a bad leader, you just do the opposite, right? Uh-huh. But I wrote down just a few things. And again, this is just to reset make sure we're all speaking the same language throughout this conversation. So we have context for this conversation. So a couple of things I wrote down and really in no particular order, a good leader approaches situations, asking questions as opposed to demanding answers or as opposed to um, making demands. A uh, good leader faces problems or uncomfortable scenarios head on. You know, they don't mm-hmm. retract away. They, they face it head on. Uh, a good leader has empathy for those they are leading. They try to understand different perspectives couple more here. They remain level-headed when it's chaotic. Mm-hmm. They look to unify, not divide. That's a big one right now. They take responsibility, and they don't blame others. And then the last one I wrote down, and again, we could, the list could go on, but they inspire others to be better through their words and their actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to define a bad leader, you would just go down that list and say the bad leader does everything opposite. Yeah, that.
2: but I think there's more to that. As far as when we say what a good leader is, and I think you're right along the, the way of emp- having empathy, having humility is is the one thing to where I would start is say mm-hmm. that that is a sign of a good leader. But it's also that le- that person that's burning with a passion. Like if you're halfway in as uh, as a leader, if you're just halfway in and you haven't bought into whatever it is. How the hell can you lead someone else? Because you're not, you're not a true believer. Mm-hmm. A, true, a real true leader burns with passion every single day they wake up. And it's not only the goal is always, how do I further the people that I'm involved with? How do I further the company? And that's when you start to have those credentials to be a, a mm-hmm. great leader. But when you if you're just saying, and, and again, not everybody's a good leader. Not every, not everybody. I would is, say there's is, more bad
1: leaders than good leaders. Not everybody's sure.
2: supposed to be a leader, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it just, we're all not made that way. So you know, again, it's got to burn from within and who you are. I, yeah.
1: I see what you're saying. I would, and not to get down this rabbit hole, I would say we're all leaders in some aspect. Leading, someone. either you're leading yourself, or you're leading your family, you're lead, So I do somewhat disagree. I a little wouldn't bit. say
2: all. I wouldn't say
1: all. You're my point is, is then you're leading yourself at least at the very least you're leading yourself, but yeah, that's not the point up. of this, yeah. that's not okay. the point yeah. of this, uh, this conversation, yeah. but along further than what you're saying, they burn inside, but also good leaders have been there before. There's somebody that they've gone through like, like my old job, uh, in the training world, the better managers understood what it was like to be a new trainer, brand new trainer. To have to build your business, mm-hmm. to have to learn, to have to do all the things it takes to be a good trainer. That's, wh- that's they've been where the, there before.
0: That's where the empathy comes
1: from. Right, yeah, man. exactly. But
0: but I wouldn't I wouldn't be exclusive to say you have to have gone through it Not necessarily, to be a leader. Because no. right. think of entrepreneurs like, hey, First time. I I'm all in. But that's where that's where the passion, right? Think about some of the best leaders, you know, whether it's uh, Muhammad Gandhi. Right. Whether it's Mahatma Gandhi. Sorry, Muhammad, Mahat. Mahat, 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 Mahat Sorry. I, I wouldn't have known either. Uh, Martin Luther King. Right. Um, I mean, there are so many great leaders through history that if they are passionate about the mission, that passion overflows into the, to others that are following, that are also moving the mission in that direction. There's a couple more that, that I think yours are, are, are more eloquent than mine, for sure. But to me, I want to throw just a couple characteristics of good leaders. One, that the... Um, the 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 lead by example is number one to me Mm -hmm. that that the words that they say match the actions that they do Mm -hmm. because. And I had this conversation with my daughter this morning. She was talking about a, a a dance teacher, you know, that she didn't like, and and there was this, and they weren't doing this, and and I say, hey, there's different leadership styles, but we're just talking about like my head coach in college used to say all the time: "Is is your actions speak so loudly I can't hear what you're saying." Right. And so to me, the best leaders that I've I've been around that have inspired me are the ones that live it every day, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> the, the next is a, a great leader is someone that is more concerned with the overall team success than they are their individual success. How many bosses have you all had that uh, are so worried about okay, well what I'm got to make sure I get mine. Right. I got to make sure as Absolutely. opposed to like hey, this ship is moving in a direction and I need I need to steer it, but like we are all together going to that final destination. Right. Yep. Because Here's the deal is people can see through all the BS. Like right. you can be this hoorah guy and you can, but if if the motivations of the leader that's in a leadership and I'm not gonna say leader, that's in a leadership position is is about self preservation. Yeah, true, right? And my father in law says this all the time, and he was in the car business for years and years and years. And in that industry, he said is the worst. So many people hold other people down so that they can stay on top. Right. Right. And it's very clear and it's really hard to motivate people to be successful and to reach their potential. And that's one thing I, I do love about our company mm-hmm. is our company, our real estate company does a great job. It's like, hey, we're gonna pour into you. We're gonna give you everything that you need to see. And, and and as a leadership and, and thank you, yep. Darren, for being a part of that team, is that like we're so grateful because we know you want us to achieve success, right, right? And and you realize that if we achieve success and you pour into us, then the whole team does, the whole that's company right. does. That's right. And so, to me, when a leader is focused about the success of those that they are leading more than they're worried about the success of themselves, right. that's a sign of a good leader. Yeah, and
2: that that speaks directly. You know, one of the signs that I of a of a true leader was when I first came went to college at Arizona State and met. Lovey Smith and I always mm-hmm. talk about Lovey Smith in this way, but the one sign that I that I knew that that he, that he was a great leader was that he loved people. Like he truly liked to be around people and enjoyed the presence of those. Like there are so many people that are put in leadership positions who just don't like anyone. Oh no, hell, they don't even like themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of what leadership stems from is, first of all, you got to love you some of you. Yeah. And then secondly, you have to figure out a way that you can bring value, true value to those who are the, I don't call them my you know, employees, my teammates. Yeah. Because I think that's where the leaders really separate themselves. If they're saying, well, I'm the boss all the damn time. Just listen to me. No, I know like, what to do. Look at me. I know me. what to do. No. Yeah. I'm in this with you. Mm-hmm. We're, we're the goal is set and i am ch- i'm churning along with you i'm rowing this boat along with you that's a sign of a good leader and then like you said earlier through chaos cuz you know there's going to be some chaos and you know there's going to be some turbulent times mm-hmm. will that person be cold as ice like will he be you know just level headed through all the chaos. And that's when you start, because when the storm is going on, you're always looking to see yeah. who, you know, most of the people, when the storm goes on, you start to figure out yeah. who's who. Yeah.
0: And our militaries perfected this, right? Right. Weeding out those like Navy SEALs. Yeah. who Who is going to jump on a grenade for their team? Right. Right. Who's going to sacrifice Literally. themselves? That, yeah. in, in a literal sense mm-hmm. in that, but you take it to real life, like who is going to take the bullet for you when you deserve it? Yeah. But hey, I, you know what, I, I am, I am the leader, and I am, I am supposed to protect you, and I want you to succeed. Right. So, guess what? It was your fault, but I'm responsible for you. I'm going to eat it That's right. for you. That's right. I hope you learn your lesson.
1: You know, as we're sitting here, two things come to mind. Number one, everything that we've just talked about feeds up to the mothership of ego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's all about ego. If your ego is not in check, you're going to struggle with a lot of these things. Yeah. If your ego is in check, you're going to tick a lot of these boxes. And number two, the second thing that comes to my mind is. And I didn't think about this before. It's clear that we can all be somewhat on the same page or pretty much on the same page of what good leadership looks like, but we're all going to value different it aspects. That, yep. yeah. So it stands to reason then, in my mind, if you value good leadership, all, if we all value different things about good leadership, we're going to probably pick out bad leadership, aspects yeah. of bad leadership That affect us more Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so the context of this conversation is how do you deal with bad leadership so transitioning to that and not to bury the lead because we'll talk about this a little bit later but if tyler has a view of what's important to him from a good leader and darren has a different view and i have a different Mm -hmm. view and then vice versa Mm -hmm. the opposite is true what does tyler view as bad leadership yeah it stands the reason that i'm gonna have to look within myself absolutely first 100 to deal with that and so i don't want to jump to the to the to the final chapter yet we'll, we'll get there but that's kind of the thoughts going through my head as we're sitting here talking because I thought just coming into this I was like yeah we're all going to agree exactly about what's important yeah. mm-hmm. so if that's not the case then you're going to have to look at yourself but before we get there what are some tangible examples that you guys have been mm-hmm. through whether teams whether jobs you've had I, I can think of a job I had out outside of college but what about you guys what are some actual examples of Teams or jobs you've had where there was bad leadership in place? Yeah, so
0: um, I think I had a coach, my head coach in college. Uh, he was he, he was at Fresno State for a long time, and, and he was loved and hated. Mm. But guess what? He didn't care. What he cared about was the success of his team, not just in college football, but his biggest – one of the things he said all the time is like, I'm growing men, right? Like there's a bunch of kids coming out of high school that I cut. They come in as kids and I'm not worried about, yes, like I'm hired to win games, Mm -hmm. but I'm more worried about what these men do in life beyond college football Uh, because 99% of you are done when you leave me. Right. Right. And, but one of the things that I loved about him is he didn't care if you hated him. It's like Mm -hmm. being a dad, you know, you, you can't be your kid's friend That's right. And be their father. Right. There's a point in life where you transition to that, right? You and DJ are at that point now, right? Right. It's like, okay, I'm not the one that now disciplines you for doing things wrong. I'm not the one that now teaches you. Now, if you want to ask me, we can share it, but Mm -hmm. it's a different level. Like, I I, I hit that point like my third or fourth year in college with my dad. And it was literally the first time I ever hugged my dad. But you cannot, you cannot worry about getting the acceptance Mm -hmm. of your, uh, your constituents for, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, because you have to worry about what is best for them and what the goal is. What are we trying to accomplish? Because too often, and I'm guilty of this, and and this is something that I currently am working through with with my coach is I can't be so worried about pleasing everybody. Mm -hmm. I can't be worried about everybody liking me and everybody doing this because I think in all of our examples, like Never one is like, man, he was just the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. Like I just loved him. Right. You know? There's there is a a a huh. a line that they stand on that that they are unwilling to step across because the goal is more important than the, the self gratification That's right. of having
2: someone like you, yeah. Because right. we, are, what, are, what are we? We're emotional creatures, yeah. right? Especially specifically when we we're in college, mm-hmm. we're going off emotions on yeah. what whatever happens to me at 19, 20 years old. Yeah. it's gone, right? Yeah. Now you have a veteran coach who sees the big picture, like Ben said earlier. He's been through this process. Mm-hmm. He sees the big picture, and he has your best. Yeah, mm-hmm. use, and, you know, yeah. He's, he's thinking about. What's best for you, right? Yeah. So the mindset is, okay, like you said, Tyler, ninety nine percent of you will not go to the next level. Yeah. But I'm gonna prepare you to be men. Yeah. Well, and that and that
0: in that example, I, I came in, I loved him, he was gritty, he was hard nosed, like I was like, I love that mentality, that's great. Well then through college, like the demands were so hard and the line was so firm yeah. on on where he was where he was at. And then I, I kind of wanted to be friends and I wanted him to like me. Yeah. I Honestly, I hated him. There was a three-year period that I just could not stand him because I didn't get it, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have that perspective of like, well, why didn't you support me? Like, why didn't you go to the NFL teams right. and tell them that I could play? You know that I could play. Like, right. I, I killed myself for you. I Like, I produced for you. I I led your team. I did all these things. I checked all the boxes. Why don't you like me? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Beyond is I realized... He gave me what I needed, not what I wanted. Mm. Mm. And it was wasn't until I hit a level of maturity that I was like, dang, I respect his approach. Right. Because he knew that like I was angry at him. He knew that I had this animosity and I was talking about him right. and I had all these things. He didn't care because he knew that, hey, listen, Tyler, for you to reach your potential, this is what's this is what I have to do right, right. now. Right. And I, I that was one example of a leader that that I really really appreciate uh, that that had a huge impact on me, right? Especially when I didn't even think that it did. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I'll give you one that's just the opposite.
1: I was gonna say that. What's a bad leadership yeah. example? On,
2: on a bad leadership example, and and I won't name names, but you know I went through five head coaches mm-hmm. with the Cowboys. It started with Jimmy Johnson, and then it went on and ended with Bill Parcells. And through that process, and I won't again I won't name names, but the leadership, when we were, you know, we weren't a good team. We weren't drafting the right guys. What they did is the one thing I noticed is that they weren't consistent. They were ne- they were consistently inconsistent mm-hmm. on every topic. Guys were late. They didn't get fined the full advantage. it Just depended on who you were. If you were a superstar, you didn't get fined. If you, if you were if you were a special teams guy, you got fined the max. <laughs> And there was never a consistent way of running the ship, and when that happens, when there 's no consistency and there 's no one that 's stepping up and putting down the hammer, what happens is specifically with alpha dogs mm-hmm. we run, we run the prison yeah we ran the prison, and because we ran the prison, we showed up late we were uh, you were a half assed team. We made mental mistake after mental mistake, and no one was there to slap you on the hand. Mm-hmm. There was no urgency, and the leadership, it fell right on their it fell right in their lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I had, I, and I lost a ton of respect for those because they wouldn't, because I came into a system, yeah. that was buttoned up under Jimmy. I came into a system that was there was one dog. And his name was Jimmy Johnson. Period. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't G- Jerry. It wasn't Michael Irvin. It was one alpha dog. A Expect- bunch of
0: alpha. Expectations were clear.
2: Expectations are clear. You show up for a meeting. Your ass might get cut. So yeah. he. You lived sort of by. There was some fear in there, yeah. but you knew where. Where. You, you knew exactly what the limits were within. Yes. So that, that part of me was, in seeing the inconsistency, I, I looked at the leadership in a different way, and it showed itself. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Bill Parcells came back in, and, and in his first year, he met, I met with him. I told you guys the story. I met yeah. with him, and he said, look, let me tell you something. You're a captain. You don't have to worry about guys being late anymore. I got this. Matter of fact, you ever heard of the Scorch earth process? And I said, no, what the hell is that? And he said, I'm burning the ground. And we're going to start this thing over with. And I fell in line, man. And that's the sign mm. of a true leader. <laughs> hey, wanted to take a, a quick break from the episode to thank our sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka. Tito's Handmade Vodka is distilled from corn and certified gluten-free. In the mid-'90s, Tito Beverage yep, that's his real name, Tito Beveridge, built his very own micro distillery in Austin, Texas, incorporating the boutique winery concept into the spirits industry. He acquired the first legal permit to distill in Texas and put his life savings into it, racking up 19 credit cards to build his own copper pot stills and condensers. He continues to produce award-winning smooth American vodka on the same land where, where it all started. Over 20 years later, Tito's has won a, the Anonymous Judge's Choice Double Gold Medal at the World Spirits Competition, among other awards. It's got a modest paper label on a sip of bottle, so all you pay for is the exceptional vodka inside. Visit us at titosvodka.com for recipes, videos, and more for
1: the Tito's story. Crafted to be savored responsibly. So, so under the bad leader, what were things that you were doing? You, personally. How did you handle that? Because, again, what, it's easy to deal with a good leader. That's that's fine. It made how my, do you deal with a bad leader?
2: Under the bad leader, how I handle it was it was a lot of pressure. I, it's, I mean, the, lead, the captains of that team had to take on a yeah. lot of pressure. And we weren't just playing football anymore. It became bailing guys out of jail. It became, you know, holding guys' hands, making sure they got to meetings on time. It, you know, my game started to lapse because – I was so concerned about everyone else and doing all these little things that, you know, it sucked. So I'll I'll tell you this. One of the things that I I wanted to approach the leadership with, and I actually did early on was look, how do I make you look better? How do I make you look better? Because they don't like you Mm -hmm. and the guys that have had some success are, are looking at you sideways, how do I, and, and it's just through communication.
1: So how did you, uh, this was an actual conversation you had this with the This is an coaches? actual conversation. Okay, so how did you go, because that's really good, like really, really good. So how did you approach that? Did you walk in there and say, hey, nobody likes no. you, you guys suck, how well, did you do that? These, are,
2: these are conversations that, that were conversations that were had over a period of time, and then there was some trust with the coaching staff, with just me, because, because of the way because, you carried yourself, Just because way, I, yeah. I carried myself, I showed up every day. That's a, I tried to do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, they knew. They, I think they just knew my spirit, and I wasn't the only one. There were a lot of guys that were on that team that had the mm-hmm. right that were mm-hmm. a lot like me mm-hmm. and were built my way and had had success, but I was the captain. I was the one that was up front. So I, I had, it couldn't have been. The next guy had to be me that would step yeah. through that door. And, and and you know what's so crazy, though,
0: is, is that's like a, like a microcosm of our, of our culture these days. Yes. What Confusion. Who's leading? Who's, who am I supposed to listen to? Am I supposed to listen to you? Am I supposed to listen to you? Am I supposed to listen to that? Am I supposed to listen to this? Right? Yeah. There, there, is, there is a reason to have that top dog, right? Mm-hmm. That, hey, this is who I'm looking to. And in the United States, it should be our president. Right. right, but kind of how we we how it's all structured now. It's okay. I'm listening to this side. I'm listening to that side. I'm listening to this media source. I'm listening to that. I'm listening to this. You know, for social media post. It's like nobody knows. It's like we just have a lack of leadership. I wanna I wanna just kind of elaborate because when you were started talking about it, <clears throat> the bad leadership. One other one other item, and and I'm assuming that you know, again, and I'm and I'll just I'll use names. Right. So post Jimmy at Barry Switzer and then a slew of coaches mm-hmm. is. My experience was my very first team in the NFL, I had a coach that came from a lineage of the most successful NFL head coach of all time, right? And the thing that made him a really bad leader, in my opinion, was he was unauthentic. He was trying to be someone Someone else. else. He was not. And so you look at the coaches that came through after Jimmy Mm -hmm. is like, okay, this is this is, I got to be like him or I got to do this, but they were not authentic in who they were and how they went about their business. Right. right? Because a lot of them came from his staff. Yeah. Correct. And it was, it was like little pieces here. So it's not a sustainable, it's not a sustainable path. If you're trying to be, Oh, I saw how he did it. So I got to do that. Yeah. You gotta be yourself. No, there's the reason you got to the leadership position is because of you, most cases, most cases, but be you because that's sustainable. But the, the people that you are leading see through all the BS. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was I told this story actually yesterday, is Belichick, and he, he it's who he is, he does this thing about, you've got to know the history of this organization. Mm-hmm. you got to know who played when right. because these are the people that, that laid the foundation for where we're at today. Just like here, right. we had to know who Darren Woodson was mm-hmm. because Darren Woodson is an all-time leading tackler for the Dallas Cowboys. We had to know why. We had to know... But Belichick was really big on that, and he used to call out, especially young guys, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, who's uh, who is the third picture on the left as you walk into the entrance of this?" Right, mm-hmm. and guys have got to rattle it off because they know the history of the organization. Well, this coach that I had was doing the same thing, and it was so phony, mm-hmm. it was so fake. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, what is the third sign from the left as you as you walk out of the extended stay? You need to know your surroundings. Right. You need to know." It's like, dude, yeah, come on, man, stop.
1: Do, yeah. Be authentic, yeah, be real. We read right? that book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, that, that 30 for 30 they just did. Yeah, we saw it.
1: <laughs> so, Darren, you talked about the way you approached bad leadership is number right. one, you took care of yourself. Right. You showed up every day. You did the right things. You took care of what you could control. Mm-hmm. But then you took it a step further as being a team captain. You went to the leadership and you had a conversation with them. Right. You didn't go in there pointing fingers. You didn't go in there you know, making demands. You went in there humbly and you said, hey, Here's the situation. How can we work through this? So that's right. how you handled it. Tyler, yeah. mm-hmm. that same scenario, bad leadership. How did you handle it? What did you do?
0: Yeah, so I think you got to, what I did, and you mentioned it earlier, is you got to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got you've to make sure that you are not passing judgment on someone else as a leader until you really look at yourself. Am I, am I being a good follower? Mm-hmm. Because before you can lead, you have to follow, right? And that's why a dog sledder, the leader is in the back, like, Hey, I'm guiding you from behind. I'm, I'm making sure that, Hey, I, I'm not just telling you what to do. Like, right. can I follow? So you've got to go through all that. Am I, do I have some, some judgment? We talked about this in the coaching episode a while ago. How do you take coaching? Do you get defensive? Am I, am I being hyper defensive because he's critical of my yeah, play? I agree, am I, man. am I, am I not, am I unfairly judging him as a bad leader when in reality, I need to check my ego and I need to check myself. So in, in those scenarios, it was like I'm like this dude. So our tendency is like I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not mm-hmm. going. But guess what? There's somebody else watching me. And then if I don't do what the leader says, guess what? I'm being a bad leader for right. those that are watching me from behind. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you've got to check yourself. And then you've got to understand. Like again, self reflection is okay. Do the leader and I align in the same goal? Right. Does he just have a different approach than I do? And you've, again, another ego check because if we're working towards the same goal with a different mechanism of leadership or a different delivery of leadership, okay, I've got to recognize that. And then. <clears throat> lastly in this situation it's a little different because i i was a
1: practice squad guy i couldn't go to the head coach and be like hey bro yeah hey well nobody and, but, an I, but yeah. I think that's a lot more applicable to the listener than, yeah. than, than his scenario than darren's right. scenario right so that keep keep going with that because but, but some of so us are going to be in junior level positions we yeah. can't go to management no. right? well because no. we're so far down yeah no but but yeah. what you so can do keep going is i did have
0: access to my running back coach there right? you go right there you and go so so the question is 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 yes like hey I wanna be clear on my expectations. Yep. Am I fulfilling the expectations? Of awesome? Me. awesome. That
1: is awesome. But
0: but that's that's what people don't want to do. Yeah. Right. They bottle it up mm-hmm. and they just get they they get negative and they get condescending. Yeah. And I mean it's you see it in the locker room right. all the time, right? Yeah. You get out of a team meeting where a coach just came down on you and I Man. man, this dude, man, I balled mm-hmm. out. You know, like we hear it all the time in the locker room, in the workplace. It's the same thing. You get out of a company meeting yeah. on on Wednesday morning, and everybody goes out like, "That was a waste of time. I could be over oh, here man. working. Yeah. I could do." You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, instead of just going going back and complaining and bitching, okay, self reflect. But then, if you don't actually go and clarify expectations mm-hmm. with whoever you whoever is. And access to you. Yes, right. it may not be the CEO. It may not be the owner of the company. But who leads you? Who leads your group, right? Mm-hmm. And then you say, okay, hey, I want to be very clear on my expectations, right? Because here's what happens is if you just shut down yeah. and you just like, F this, I'm not going to do Man, that. I, yeah. Okay, how, what good does that do you? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now you're a terrible teammate. Right. You're not going to progress. You're not going to get promoted in your mm-hmm. job. You're not going to you know, learn from those that can teach you. You're right, shutting right. yourself off and, and you are handicapping yourself. So that does no good. So if you don't actually go communicate, make sure the expectations are real, swallow your ego. And I love that you said it's all about ego because that's yeah, really the
2: difference is. Yeah, because it may
0: not be a bad leader, you just may be a bad follower. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so hey man, good.
2: I'll, so I get, I, I'll tell you one quick story that, you know, it, it, it always stuck with me. So Parcells comes in. And he tells me in our first meeting, hey, shit rolls downhill. You're the captain. Your ass is going to get reamed when things aren't going right. So true to, to who he is, we go into training camp. And we're in training camp, and it's Roy Williams. Remember Roy Williams? Oh, yeah. Big safety out yeah. of California, yeah. at Oklahoma, University Oklahoma. of Oklahoma. Great fucking player. I mean, just awesome. But he's standing there in his rookie year, and Parcells goes in. We're, we're busting coverage, just doing something. He just goes in on me. God damn it, what's in – Bah, bah, bah. I'm not like, he's going right. And my first reaction was because I had been with bad leadership for the last yeah. so, so many years, I bowed up. Like it was like, man. your ego came in. Oh, the he just skipped right. over it. They skipped over, it.
0: They skipped over it in the past. Oh, yeah. oh, I can't come down too hard on exactly. You. Yeah.
2: So, but I didn't, you know, know anybody, but I turned, and I looked at mm-hmm. him, squared up and was like, you know, looked at him like what the are you yelling at me. Like, cause I hadn't gotten yelled at like that. Right. In a long time. And he's going in, blah, blah, blah. And then, I said, I sat there for a second and I just thought about it. Like just for a second, I just thought, okay, I I get this. And the best compliment I got was Roy and a couple of the rookies came over. and said, man, you handle that like a man, like Mm -hmm. an adult. And I think a part of it is, is as kids, how do we handle things? What's the first thing we do as kids? Throw a tantrum, Mm -hmm. throw a damn tantrum. You know, it gets in the way, the emotions get in the way. As an adult, how we should handle it is just reflect on it. Don't react back. Take a, breath. take a breath. Step back. Because people are watching. And when you handle it the right way, they look at you and they go, that's how you lead. Mm-hmm. That's how you lead. Because chaos is right there in front of them. They saw it. They witnessed it. And you just didn't even take yeah. a step yeah. back. Because Roy Williams is looking at Darren Woodson. That's right. How's he going to handle this? That's right. Yeah.
0: Which if you go and you say, hey, Bill, hold on. Yeah. That's the first mistake I've yeah. made hey, dog, I in wanted 70 to. plays. Trust and that's me. the one you're going to call out. Yes. And, and he's going to be like, all right, that's how we do it here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Yeah, so and I what love good
1: that. does that serve? Love and that. Nothing. None. Nothing. That serves nobody. No. Yeah. So exactly. the way that you did it, and that's what we were talking about earlier, is you detached yourself from the emotion. Yeah. You separated yourself. You took a second to think about it. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to react in this way because I'm not going to – stress is going to try to get me to react one way. Right. One. But mm-hmm. I'm going to remove myself for just, even if it's just for just a second. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. hopefully, you have a little bit longer to think about it. But in that moment, you didn't have a lot of but time. But not even in
2: that moment. In the moment, handle it the right way. But then when you go back into that locker room or into the workplace, don't get your little boy, your boys and, you, and your girls together and go, man, I can't believe he's doing that. Like you. You want to be mm-hmm. that virus? Yep. You want to be that virus. That shows you the, the child in you all yep. over again. Be an adult and handle it the right way.
1: Yeah. My, my first job out of college, uh, I was moving furniture. And my wife was still in school. And so this was the only way that we had income. This was how we provided. And so I couldn't just leave the job. And I knew it was going to be short term. I knew it was only going to be there a year because uh, we were going to be moving when she graduated college. And there was so it was a no, I, I was stuck basically. Like there was not, I couldn't just quit because there was just no other income. So <laughs> same scenario. Every, everything we're talking about here is right. bad leadership. And he's not get, it's not like a coach where he can get fired. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coming to remove this guy. So it's either I leave or I learn to deal with it better. Mm-hmm. And so at first, I dealt, I dealt with it horribly. How did you deal with it? I, it, was, it was everything that we've talked about. Uh, it was, you know, complaining to coworkers. Mm-hmm. Right, the complaining felt good at the moment, but it didn't solve anything. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was, you know, I, I was taking the criticism per, personally. It was cutting, cutting corners. Mm-hmm. You know, you take lunch a little bit longer than you're supposed to. You maybe dip out a little bit earlier in the day than you're supposed to. Right. You do these little things, right? Uh, there's other things I wrote down. Uh, I built up internal animosity. That was another thing. And mm-hmm. so every day I would wake up just dreading going to work right? because I just built up so much animosity mm-hmm. within me mm-hmm. and that serves nobody. <laughs> so He's true, not affected man. by that. Now, Only I'm so, affected by that. You've lost before you've been in the door. I've lost the battle yeah. every single day because right. the first thing I think when my eyes open that damn it, I got to go to this job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How horrible of a way is that to yeah. set oh, your day terrible, up? Man. Just completely dreading. Yeah. So what did I do? I learned eventually, again, I can't go anywhere. I can't quit because I need the money. Mm-hmm. So either I'm going to change myself or I'm just going to be miserable for the next year. Right. So what I started to learn to do was, number one, I detached myself from the emotion mm-hmm. of this sucks. Can't believe I got to do this. And I, I stepped back and I said, all right, what's the reality here? What's the logical way to approach this? And I started to realize over time, number one, how do I handle this person? Mm -hmm. I know how he is. At first, it was like a shock. It's like a punch in the face. You don't know how to Mm -hmm. react. But you keep getting punched in the face. Eventually, you learn how to react to it. So I eventually was able to learn how to deal with him. And 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 I didn't have to deal with him a whole lot. I'd see him, you know, three or four times a day maybe. Mm -hmm. The rest of the time, I was off my own. So I knew going into that, okay, this is how you handle it. And then eventually it was, okay, what can I do if I can't control this job or having this job? What are things that I can control? I can Mm -hmm. still show up and I can still do my best just Mm -hmm. like you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. I can still, um, you know, like I said, do things that will improve me. What can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of mindset shift that I had. Mm throughout the course of that year. Yeah. And it was yeah. a totally different experience yeah. ending. And in fact, he was begging me to stick around. Absolutely. Yeah. He was begging me, to, Absolutely. He, I'll pay me more money. Yes. I'll do. So and, it ended up working out yeah, to yeah. where it was a much better experience. A couple, couple things.
0: So I think the trap that people fall into is if they're, if they're under the, the assumption that they have a bad leader in front of them, mm-hmm. right? What do they say? Well, he doesn't care about me. right? If he's not going to care about me, I'm going to care about me. Mm-hmm i'm gonna do me Mm -hmm. i'm gonna worry about me right right what happens what's what's wrong with that mindset is that okay i'm expecting the leader to care about me care about other people Mm -hmm. but now i'm gonna go and do the same thing in reaction to it now i'm gonna be selfish and so so to your point right i as you go and, 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 and how do you handle it and how you, know, how, how you handle it is great is here's the thing is if you react negatively and don't take a positive approach to it, now you're letting them control you even right, more. Right. Now you're letting that bad leadership affect you. Okay. So when you are, when you are, and, and let's just say you truly have a bad leader in front of you. Well, guess what? They're a bad leader. Their, their true colors will come out with time. Right. Right. Are you going to go on the sinking ship with them, or are you going to continue pushing forward, continue pouring into others, continue being selfish, continue being empathetic, continue? Because guess what? Look, we have a really a a hard time with patience. I'm I'm very guilty of that. Mm -hmm. Like I I want it now. Like I want to work and I want it now. But here's the deal: with time, you will gain experience. You will gain credibility. You will gain, gain knowledge and then you can take that and you will go replace that leader. Yeah, and but not, if, only,
2: not only that, but when you handle it the right way, those that are in position, because like I said earlier, not everybody should be in a position of leadership. Mm-hmm. Some of us are just thrust in those positions because maybe I'm smart or maybe I'm the next in line, right? So when you're... Being led by someone like that. The one thing, if you start handling things the right way, like an adult, like a professional, and that person that's in that leadership role sees you, and instead of you being that asshole who always has to fight with him, argue with him, maybe when he gives you something, some reflection or, or he goes, goes in on you or yells at you or sends a scathing email, why don't you write it down? Like, write it down. Like You do a great job with that, Ben. Write, write it down, what, what's been said. Step back. And continue to serve. like Because people will see, if you continue to serve, people will notice. Even your own bosses mm-hmm. will notice. I can't rattle that dude. I can't shake him. Now what happens? The person that above that boss, the one yeah. that's, he's looking at you as well. Yeah. Your you know coworkers, they're looking at you as well. And your own boss is looking at you and he starts to entrust you because he knows you handle chaos the right way. Mm-hmm. If you see bad leadership, be the leadership. Yep,
0: you will get there. Exactly, Just you will it. get there. Yeah, relieve them of their duties, relieve them of their responsibilities. Yeah. Not, not in a I'm taking it away from you and I deserve this. Go do it. Yeah, Just go, go be it. the leader exactly. in the position yeah. you're at. Go be that leader because guess what? At some point, if you've got a bad regional president, you will be regional president. Yeah. If you continue to, if you do that job and there's no need for their bad leadership yeah. anymore, guess what? Like you said, those above them, they will see it. They'll notice. And they will, they will put you in that position. So don't rely on, hey, well, pff, I mean, my team lead, he's not. He's terrible, and he's a jerk, and, and he talks down to people, or he's this, or he's that. Okay. Well, then do his job. That's right. Do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. let someone else control your, your destiny, your future, your
1: success. Yeah. Yeah. I think it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning is is the only thing you can control in that scenario is yourself. Your actions, your thoughts, the way you approach things. And so maybe you can't go have a conversation with them, but through action, you're speaking louder than if you just went and had a conversation with them. That's right. Because you're taking care of your business. So I loved everything that you guys said, just a couple of points. Um, you know, taking yourself away from the emotion, talking it out. Right. Whether it's whether it's the bad leader or their subordinate you know, going to them. And I mean, there's just, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I think the communication, the
0: the clarification is communicate in a direction of success, not in, uh, animosity or volatile situation. Don't make it more volatile. Yeah. I don't need to confront you, tell you you're wrong. Come in from a, a, a servant minded position and say, okay, Hey, how could, how can we get to where we both want to be? Right. Mm I mean, think about the collaboration and how a leader, you know, say, say your team lead is just like a total jerk, right? Like you don't know really what's going on at home. You don't Mm. know what he's dealing with. You don't know the outside situation. So go in and if, if I just ripped everybody and then you go into the, I ripped the whole team and then one of the team members steps up and says, you know what? Hey, okay. I heard you in that meeting. What can we do to get to where we all want to go? Where can we make you look good? What do we need to do? Let's find a solution because, you know, I I think we left there, you know, with a a position of negativity and we hear you and you know what, Mm -hmm. don't know what's, don't know what's going on, but Hey, we all want the same thing. How do we, how do we find a solution here? Think about how different that is than going and talking in the, in the coffee room Mm -hmm. This, this dude, okay, or this, dude, worst, she, man. I
2: can't believe she said that the to The locker us. room lawyer, our coach yeah. used, to, used yeah. to call it. And you know, also, man, you know, sometimes you take a job knowingly, knowing who the management is, mm-hmm. like, you know them. And it's almost like going into a relationship, understand what you will accept and what you will not accept. Yeah. Because you know, walking into that relationship, that, that person's volatile. I know we're going to rub, he's going to rub me or she's going to rub me the wrong way, and I'm going to react a certain mm-hmm. way. So, you know, it's a, a little bit up to you as well yeah. to know going in what the situation yeah. could, could get it to. So. so,
1: when you think about our political leaders and how do you guys deal with the current chaos as what it seems mm-hmm. personally, what, what do you pay attention to? How do you go about the way that our current Political systems being led. Look, I, I don't. Because that, that affects everybody, right? It, it
2: does. But I hate getting into the politics. It's gonna. It, it, it's subjective. It's gonna affect us in different ways, right? I, you know, and my thought is is currently how is it truly affecting me? That's on a day to day basis, mm-hmm. and what can I control, and what what's out of my control? And there's a lot of it that's out of my control. I know this. I have you know four kids, and a and a wife and a home, and a dog, and I can control that situation. I know this. I I have two businesses that, you know, I have a voice in that I can steer the ship or help steer the ship in the right way. But a lot of these things that are out there that are political, that are just political in itself, I can't control it. So why should I take myself to this level of anger Mm. and spite, and I don't like so-and-so. I don't even know so-and-so. Yeah. Someone has, you know, CNN or Fox says something about that doesn't directly affect me because I don't even know the person. Mm -hmm. There's so many people out there, guys. And I'll tell you this. I worked at ESPN for 14 years. People that don't even know me have said things. That's why I don't read comments all the time. People that don't even know me take shots all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I affected you that damn much Mm -hmm. by (laughs) what I said. I'm not going to let someone control my temperament,
0: man. I'm on the same level as Darren because here's the deal. I can't control what President Trump would tweet at 2 a.m. That's right. I can't control what Nancy Pelosi does on the floor. I can't, I can't control what Gavin Newsom does in That's California. Right. And it's so funny, even here in Texas, you hear all these people bitching about the California governor. <laughs> this dude's going to dinner with all his friends, and he shut down the whole – How does it have any effect on you in Texas? What effect does that have on you? But guess what? It's affecting you because you're spending your pro, pro like productive time yeah, worrying about, about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And so my my stance is I don't I don't look too much into that. Like there, there's things that I just want to know that do affect me. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, what is this stimulus going to do? You know, how's that going to affect us? What is this PPP? Right, like I've got to understand some things, right? Like, but like I control in what I can actually touch. That's right. And I'm going to spend my focus and my effort on that. I don't need to watch the news yeah. because that gives that gives me nothing. It gives my family nothing. It gives my colleagues nothing. That's it gives right. them nothing. When but you know what it does give and we're seeing all of this, it got, it does give negativity and it does give yeah. anger if you buy into it. It does give all the things that do nothing for us as a
1: society. Yeah. So what about, because we we've got listeners literally all over the country, all over the world. So what if you are in California mm-hmm. and, this, and his decisions do affect you, shutting down business? You're, you have mm-hmm. still friends and family back in California. How are they handling the leadership yeah. right now? I think it goes back to, man, true colors are always going to show.
0: Keep mm-hmm. doing what you've got to do. Look, this is, although this has been a um, catastrophic pandemic in so many ways this is a temporary pandemic and we will come out of the other side of this and it's like we talked about high school athletes early in this okay look it's awful it's tragic that high school athletes seniors specifically didn't get to have their senior year in sports and have the opportunity to go to college but guess what what are you doing at that time are you just going to sit on your couch and feel sorry for yourself? Or are you going to continue to progress? Are you going to write a new business plan? Are you going to get creative on how to shift your business to make it effective? Are you going to spend time with your family? Are you going to get your health in order? I mean, there's so many things that you can do productive, but if you just are like, okay, I, he shut it down. I can't do anything. That, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You can always do something. You can yeah. always do something Man. to better your situation and better the situation of those Man, around And I can you. tell
2: you this, through through covid and through any type of chaos that's going on in the world at, at any point, there's always opportunity. And you're starting to see those young entrepreneurs. Hell, I see it all the time. I'm involved with a, a couple of, you know, th- things I do in, in the inner city. You're starting to see yeah. those who would never have taken that step mm-hmm. are taking that step. Through COVID, there's There's opportunity.
0: You know how many billionaires are going to be created oh, during man. the COVID pandemic? Oh, man.
2: The creative mind has really started to – we're we're seeing it every yeah. day. We're seeing technology at its finest. We're, we're three old dogs trying to yeah. get on that bandwagon yeah. Yeah. with this. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's, it's easy to sit here and say, here's what you do. Here's how you yeah. handle it. When you're in the fire, that's when you really test it, obviously. Yeah. And what I love what you guys are saying, it's really all about how you perceive it. It is, yeah. man. It's how do you see it as an opportunity or do you see it as a detriment? Yeah. Are you going to take the victim mentality or are you going to take the one, the victor's mentality? Yeah. Per- Perception is one step. Reaction is the other. Right. How do you actually it? Happens act you, it happens to you. Nothing I can do about that. Yeah. It happens. He shut down my business. Nothing I can do about that. Yeah. What can I do? It's what you said earlier, Todd. I'm going to take care of my health. I'm going to create something else. Mm. What, yeah. This gives me time now to explore another opportunity. Yeah. Maybe that I love even more than this old, old mm. opportunity. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so it's all about how you shift. And again, I know we're wrapping up, but there's been such a
0: shift and I've talked to multiple business owners and I had a conversation with a, with a client the other day. It was what I, what I fear is that this work from home and this, this shutdown and this this whole stay at home order, right? Is you're gonna see so many people now follow their passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. an opportunity to make a transition to what you actually are passionate mm-hmm. yeah. about. Yeah. Sometimes you need
1: that kick out of the nest. That's man. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, either this is
0: the worst thing that's happened to you if you let it be, or you, you can also let it let be it the best be. thing that's yeah. happened to you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and a song and, called Let It Be. It's the Beatles.
1: So should I sing it? it. I'm not gonna
2: sing no. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, none <laughs> of us should do that. this
1: is this is an extreme and this isn't for everybody, like you said. Not leadership's not for everybody. Hey, maybe if you're so inclined, you get involved with city council. Mm -hmm. Maybe you step up and take a leadership position. If it's so bad and you want it to change, maybe you're the one that has to step up. That is a
0: real leader right Mm -hmm. now. Because people always joke like, oh, Tyler, you're going to be the mayor of Salina. You're going to be the mayor of Frisco, right? You are. And <laughs> you know what my reaction is? <laughs> you you know, every time. You know what my answer is? <laughs> what? Is, man, I love my family too much. I'd never be in politics. But like, that's a perception. A real leader is like, man, it is scary. It is messy. But guess what? I'm going to go lead anyways. Yep. That's mm, a real leader yep. right now. Sacrifice we need more myself. of those. Think about how many qualified United States presidents candidates are in our country Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. are just like i don't want any part part
2: of that don't want to deal with i don't want any part i I, I, I don't believe you though i still think you're gonna be the
1: mayor (laughs) (laughs) for score salina one of the two you're gonna do it well we appreciate you guys hopefully uh you can take some of these uh lessons and apply them um make sure you subscribe to the podcast we've made this joke before but darren just learn how to subscribe. Not Man, long I've ago, Man, I've been subscribing for. <laughs> I did it once. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know how to do it, ask your ask your kid or ask a friend. But yeah, please subscribe. Please give us a five star rating or whatever rating we deserve. But rate, review, yep. all that good stuff. Follow us on all the social medias. Yep. Instagram, we're at Darren Woodson Show. YouTube, we're the Darren Woodson Show. We now have a brand new Twitter page apparently which none of us have anything to do with but <laughs> our uh, new intern uh, has set that up. Producer. So, producer sorry. Yeah you keep uh, calling her. Don't uh, disrespect yeah, her, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. her like so that. So a new Twitter page. What else have we have Facebook. Follow Darren on Facebook. Yeah, um, yeah just follow it's us every um, Yeah
0: and I think if, if you're listening to this on, on the uh, some podcast platform you know check us out on YouTube. I mean yep. we've, we, we're building out a studio watch the progression
1: of it. We, we've got a lot of work to do but it's going to be a cool cool setup when it's you, all, all You know another done. thing that a lot of people ask that I heard is how can i help mm. and the number mm. one thing you can do to help us is by sharing that's, that's right that's take it. a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and post it on instagram tag yeah. us yeah. that's how you can help that's you right. can help us by sharing yeah.
2: and communicate back with us yeah, yeah. You know, give us I some can. ideas we, get a lot, we got a lot of people
1: yeah. with a lot of great feedback that's right uh but yeah sharing is the number one thing sharing is caring guys eventually we're gonna get some merchandise eventually we're yes. gonna do some cool things but Working for now the best thing you need to help us you know what that, is our, by sharing the
2: first thing we're gonna p- we got to do a graphic of me carrying you two. Wow, that's a good point. Like, just serious, like that's me, good, my shirt off. It's a good point, Darren. just carrying you in one arm. To
1: you're married. You're <laughs> yeah carrying the world on my back. Should, should Tyler and I be down on both knees just balancing you? Say, <laughs> say the graphic is going to be wide. It's going to be one
0: of those ones that you zoom in, right? And it's this like mean face, like muscles bulging. He's got me and Ben on his shoulders and then it like zooms out a little bit and then his
1: brittle ass knees are just cracking,
0: cracking and breaking as you zoom out. I was thinking the opposite. I was
1: thinking you zoom out and he's got like a horse's body or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got wings behind him. All right, I don't know. <laughs> uh, All right. Thanks appreciate in y'all. In. That's at least my fantasy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Thank y'all.